Welcome to Sparrow Speaks, the podcast with the latest health news and information from Sparrow, MidMichigan's premier community healthcare leader. I'm your host, Deborah Howell, and today we'll be learning about the causes and treatment of low testosterone in men. Our guest is Dr. Richard Bennett, a urologist from the Sparrow Medical Group. Welcome, Dr. Bennett. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me on today. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. Total pleasure to have you. So, what are the symptoms of low testosterone? You know, that's a great question to start off with because the symptoms of low testosterone are mimicked by a lot of other problems that people can have. And so it's sometimes hard to recognize this, but the first thing I'll start asking patients about if we're discussing potential low testosterone are symptoms of fatigue, mood changes, weight gain or weight loss, changes in libido, which is the sexual drive, and then also perhaps erection issues or erection difficulties in men. Those are some of the top things I'll talk to men about. Sure. And who is at risk for low T and who should be screened? So for low testosterone, there's a lot of conditions that seem to have what we call comorbid conditions or diseases that seem to travel together. So people with diabetes, people with obesity, depression, uh, and chronic opioid use for pain issues, that correlates a lot with low testosterone because of some interactions between the disease processes. So certainly those patients, but you know, any men over the age of 45 or 50 that has erection issues, mood changes, loss of libido, erection problems, all these men should probably get screened. Okay. And do we know what causes low T? The number one cause is probably aging. So as men age, they lose about 1% to 2% of their testosterone per year after about age 30. So the testosterone starts off high when we're teenagers and we hit puberty. And I think all men remember what that feels like. And, you know, women probably know what that looks like in men too. But it does drop a little over time with age. There are other medical conditions such as pituitary abnormalities in the brain that can cause it and some other medical conditions. But a lot of what I'll deal with is kind of testosterone-related decreases with age. Let's talk about some of the treatment options for low T. Well, you know, there's a plethora of treatment options out there. We have a lot of great treatment options, all the way from injections to topical creams, topical patches, what we call a buccal mucosal application, which goes over your gums. The first new oral version was released about a year and a half ago. There's self-injecting pens that are available. There's a nasal gel that's out there. There's long-acting injections that are like once every four to six weeks. So we've got a lot of treatment options out there, and I kind of tailor it to what works best for my patients. Well, it just shows that we're all connected from the gums all the way down, right? (laughs) (laughs) We can make it work anyway. I love it. Now, what are some of the potential risks and benefits of the treatments you talked about? Well, the benefits go most closely hand-in-hand with those symptoms we talked about. So we're looking to improve people's fatigue. We're looking to improve their mood and their kind of overall enjoyment of life. You know, a lot of men present with low testosterone symptoms, a lot like depression, tired, fatigue, sleepiness, you know, not enjoying things they used to do. And we're trying to help all that, as well as the libido, the sex drive, and erections. So the benefits are mostly reversing all those symptoms we're talking to patients about. And as far as the risks, when we look at the risks with testosterone, there are some things we need to follow. So that's why it's important to be doing with a physician who's familiar with managing low testosterone. We need to follow for changes in the red blood cell count. We need to follow for changes in liver functions and cholesterol over time. But if you're following closely with your doctor and he's checking these for you, it's very safe. There is some theoretical data out there about a link between testosterone maybe and cardiovascular disease. But at this point, it's a little controversial because there's just as many studies showing a heart benefit or a cardiovascular benefit from testosterone replacement as there is a danger from it. Interesting. Tell us a little bit about your own story of how you became a urologist. 
Well, that's probably a topic for an entire other podcast, but the long and short of it is, if you ever remember those commercials about the hair club for men, this is where I tell you I'm not just the testosterone uh, doctor, I'm a member. So I had testicular cancer when I was uh, 22. I've been on testosterone ever since. So I am somebody familiar with the market, let's say, on the consumer side as well. So as a result of my cancer treatments, I ended up on testosterone and, you know, my path with urology started along those lines way back when I was 22 years old. Wow. Yeah. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Yeah, exactly. If you do a little bit too much testosterone, that may be even more true. I love it. Well, I'm very glad to be talking to you today, for sure. Tell us about the Sparrow Medical Group Urology and the services offered there. So the Sparrow Medical Group, we've been together for about two and a half years here at Sparrow. Myself, Dr. Sarl, Dr. Bartley, and our newest partner, Dr. Miller, all working together to provide kind of all areas of specialty within urology, all the way from cancer and the men's health stuff that I do to Dr. Bartley does the female urology. And uh, Dr. Miller kind of, as our newer partner, does a lot of the uh, general urology with us. So, you know, we're there to help our patients and cover just about any aspect of urologic needs they have. And is this a growing field, especially with the number of baby boomers? Yeah, I would say a large percent of our patients are of that kind of 65 plus age group. So with baby boomers, there's a dearth or, or a lack of urologists in this country per patient population. So for a urologist, it's a stable job market, let's say, to a booming one. And once again, just for anybody who might be tuning in, Dr. Bennett, again, what are the signs and symptoms of low T? The signs and symptoms can be similar to a lot of other disorders in medicine, but what we're looking for is fatigue, mood changes, weight gain, weight loss, low libido, erectile dysfunction, kind of almost mild depression symptoms are a lot where I'm hearing from my patients. And there's no shame in going to a doctor and asking about low T these days, right? No shame, and the only way we can help you is if you come to your doctor and ask these questions and uh, get screened. Sounds good. Dr. Bennett, we so appreciate your time and everything you do for yourself, for your patients, and for all of us in general. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Deborah. It was my pleasure. To learn more about the services from Sparrow Urology, visit sparrow.org slash urology. And be sure to subscribe to Sparrow Speaks in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts for our additional healthcare topics. I'm your host, Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening, and have yourself a terrific day. 